Hello, my friends. Welcome to another episode of Between Us, Undressing the Soul. And I wanted to, I wanted to share, and I want to invite you to talk about self-love again, because I see this as something that is a theme that is constant, not only with all my clients and in all my retreats, but it is a, an everyday subject topic that comes up often. And it's very, it's a space that is very vulnerable, very, very vulnerable because not once, not once in eight years that I've been coaching, when we go into childhood, into the, into healing the ancestral lineage, and childhood wounds, not once there has been a dry eye in the one-on-one sessions, group sessions, retreats, like I shared. And so it is very important, very important to reiterate the importance of loving ourselves. Especially now, we're in the middle of February and soon, probably a week and a half, we're going to have Valentine's, right? And we equate being loved and feel loved and accepted based on the fact that we have somebody in our lives that loves us. We seldom give the importance of loving ourselves, of giving what we need. We hope and we chase and we dream about having somebody giving us everything that we need. Anais Neen says, we do not see the world as it is. We see it as we are. We do not see the world as it is. We see it as we are. So what if you change your perspective and your perception and for once you imagine loving yourself and not needing anyone to love you, validate you, accept you, embrace you, but yourself. How does that look like? How about you love yourself unconditionally? How does that look like for you? You know, the other day, I had business with a soul retreat, one day retreat here at my studio. And I asked the women, who are you? And for some, there it was a very challenging, difficult question to the point that the page was blank, was blank because we don't know who we are. And so if we don't know who we are, how can we say 
that we love another. If we don't know who we are, we don't love the person that we are. We don't love the person that we see in our reflection in the mirror. If we don't love this physical body, if we don't love how we think, what we do, what we say, we don't love the person we've become because we don't even know who that is. How can we love another? And that includes our kids, our spouse, partner, our friends, our colleagues, <laughs> our jobs. And how can they love us? What version do they love? Do they love the mask? Do they love the shield, the wall that we have put up? What happens if you knock down the, 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 the walls? Will you knock down the shields? You put down the swords that you've been fighting all day, all, all your life. Who's going to be behind the veils? Are they going to love that person? Oof. Are they? And I, I bet that that's exactly what you're afraid of. Are they going to still love that person? That you? Behind it all? So imagine today you strip it all. You strip the roles that you've chosen, the hats that you've chosen to put on as a mother, wife, partner, professional, CEO, director, boss lady, all those titles and all those roles that you have chosen to wear throughout your life and you remove them all and you're in an island completely naked, nothing, just you. Who are you? Who are you? What do you love? What would you like to do? But more importantly, who would you love to be? To be. That's the question. That's the beginning of embarking on that journey of self-love. Answering that question, who am I? Who am I? And am I, am I playing small? Am I playing it safe or am I hiding behind this wall of victimhood? That serves, serves me well because I get to be protected and I get to be seen in this role. And so I don't need to take responsibility for anything. And I continue to blame the world. Self-love, in my experience, as I dig deep, because I believe I, I've been the biggest experiment of my life, 
and like Bernays, Bernays Brown says, to to dare you you gotta dare greatly. And if I look back through my life, I've I've walked away from a marriage. I walked away from corporate to follow my dreams, to follow my heart, and that was scary. I've said yes to being fully in my passion, coaching other women full-time for the last six years. And that was scary. But that meant walking away from who I thought I was to embrace more and more and more and more as the years go by, the person that I am, that was all always inside of me. And that was scary. That has been a hell of a drive, a hell of a drive. Yeah, a hell of a ride. And divorcing myself, not only from my first marriage, but divorcing from the idea that I was a victim. The idea of that I was not loved, accepted, validated, seen, and actually put myself in my shoes and in the version that it's inside my soul, the, the, the truest version of myself. And sometimes it's very, very scary because that means that you need to be seen. And we talked about it with Lauren Gonzalez in, in our podcast, how she mentioned it, you know, it's scary to be seen because that means that we need to be vulnerable. And perhaps we're not going to share everything. We're not going to share the whole story of our lives, but that means that we need to be willing and open to be vulnerable and to be criticized and perhaps to be condemned. And that trigger us because we don't step into that version of ourselves because we're so afraid of what, oh my God, what, what people are going to think of us? What are they going to say? And then we remember the people that were in our high school and our family and all these people that know us and they think they know our lives. They think I, they know our history and, oh, what are they going to say? And so we replayed this and we hold back. And then we jump a little bit more and then we're on the verge of about to leap. And then again, we remember all these people that, oh shit, what are they going to say? And then we go back again to where it is comfortable and safe. And so we, 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 we are back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And we believe that we're stuck and we convince ourselves that we're stuck, but that is just an excuse not to jump and to stay in the victimhood, stay in the blame, stay in the comparison, stay in the place of not loving ourselves because to love ourselves mean to really jump, to really leap into the unknown and embrace everything that is waiting for us on the other side. And if we don't do it, we will never know what is out there. I would like to invite you today to answer just that one question. Who are you? 
who are you without the roles? And that's a question that is going to be always the leading, the first one. Because until we step into our power, unafraid to ask for what we need, unafraid to ask for what we want, to honor our values, we will never know what self-love really looks like. And we will never feel and we will never find out who we really are. The question is, who are you and how do I need to show up to be that woman, to be that goddess that is within myself, that I know it's there? with all my unique gifts and talents and skills that are mine only because you are as unique as a fingerprint. There's no one like you. Not even if you're a twin, you are you. You're unique. You're special. And that's why we're all here. We just need to find out our genius. Be unafraid. And I got to say, for the longest time, longest time, I was so afraid to speak. If you would have listened to me in my first um, broadcast back in the days, I would say probably eight years ago, seven years ago. I don't I don't know if you remember Periscope. <sighs> Those first broadcasts were so embarrassing. And I was almost crying on every single one of them. That's when I learned to be vulnerable. <laughs> I was I was I was coming on to empower and by the first middle or the end, I I was sobbing <laughs> almost on every single one of them. But it was about showing up and showing up and showing up again and again and again and again and again. And it was more about empowering myself. It was more about overcoming my fear to be seen, to be heard. And later I understood, I recognized that my voice was my medicine, my voice, and the messages that I was channeling connected to my higher self and connected to my masters and the light beings and the light guides and archangels were the ones that were guiding me. And I was not me. It would be arrogant of me to think that it was me who was serving. And when I understood that it was that I was just an instrument, 
that I've been used by this energy that it's untangible. It's you, you can't touch, you can't grab, you can't see. Then I was ready to let go of ego and just allow myself to be guided. And when you let yourself to be guided, magic happens. I remember one of Gabby Bernstein's masterclasses, she said once that she would always say, I am not, I am not a woman. I am not a man. I'm not a, I'm not a woman. I'm not a man. I'm not a human. I am a teacher. And she would always say that before a podcast, a session. And so I adopted that. Every time I would go into a session, I would remove myself from my humanness and embody the teacher that at that moment wanted to channel. And would help me guide that session and activate the magic. And it, 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 it gets me emotional because it's humbling when you realize that it's not you. It's not you. And there all of us have God-giving gifts. And when you, when you tap to those unique God-giving gifts, truly activate the magic within yourself. And you invite others to open up, be vulnerable, be courageous, and tap into their gifts too. And that's self-love. And when you love yourself enough to feel the emptiness, then you can tap into this oneness. And feel and sense and see and experience the miracles of life. But that, that only happens when you allow yourself to love, accept, and embrace yourself wholeheartedly. When you invite yourself to heal the little girl in you, the one that believed that she wasn't loved and accepted because her trust was shattered. And so the woman now believes that she needs to sabotage herself in order to be loved and accepted by others. When all along, all you needed to do was to love and see the needs and wants of that little girl that lives inside of you. And it's waiting to be set free. 
So today I invite you to set her free by loving yourself, by stepping into your story. And embrace your wholeness. Happy Valentine's Day <laughs> to all of you courageous women. All of you deserve love. All of you deserve to be, to be, just to be you. And to be loved just as you are. Starting by you. Thank you for listening. I love you all. Until next time, Diana Valenciano. <laughs> Here, in between us, undressing the soul. Have a great day. God bless. <laughs>